to listen to the Left Traffic Podcast. What is up, Left Traffic Nation? Welcome to episode 297 of the Left Traffic Podcast. I am your host, the professor, Brandon Crowd. We got one more week of racing. We've got three more shows to do for this year. I am so excited to be here tonight with you guys. Lots to do, lots to talk about. If you've been listening, which I hope you have, you know the last few shows have been dedicated to you, the listeners. We're continuing that out through episode 300 because if it's not for you guys, I'm not here. So I am very grateful, thankful for all of you. And like I said, we got a lot to do tonight. We've got some listeners to talk to. We've got our final four, all that good stuff. Uh, but I mean, I got to do a weekend recap and uh, it was a good weekend. I hope you guys had a great weekend. Friday, uh, it's been unseasonably warm here in Michigan, the metro Detroit area, which I will take. So Friday did a little barbecuing after uh, the real job. And Saturday had some friends over for the big Michigan Michigan State game, and uh, uh, I know there's plenty to talk about with that, uh, the actual game and, and post-game shenanigans, which I'm sure you've all uh, heard and have seen by now if uh, you're on social media. So I'm sure Aaron and uh, Brian and I all, yes, Brian and Aaron are both going to be on to wrap it up. Um, I'm sure we'll talk some football later on in the show. And uh, Sunday went and suffered through a uh, another miserable Lions game uh, left at halftime because even though they were up, I just knew. We just knew what was going to happen, and of course, that is what happened. And hey, they just traded our uh, overall eighth pick from three years ago to the uh, Minnesota Vikings, TJ Hawkinson. So apparently, they've thrown the towel in as well, much like I have on my fantasy football leagues this year. So there's that. And it is it is November 1st, Lab Traffic Nation. Uh, and if you've been around the show for a few years, you know that I am a Christmaholic and I have pulled out the Christmas trees. I have all of the bins pulled out. It is a process here in the crowd household to decorate for Christmas. Uh, I actually have Friday off a three day weekend to get all. Uh, let's see. It ends up being somewhere between 10 to 12 trees, uh, all ranging from four foot all the way up to a 12 foot tree uh, that will be put up a massive Christmas display on the ledge upstairs. It is it is a thing. I always tweet pictures out and I will. So it is officially Christmas season here. Uh, Thanksgiving is just a day to have some awesome food. And it is two months of Christmas Palooza here in the crowd household. So very excited uh, for that. Very excited for Alden uh, to see Christmas and all that good stuff. And he was a uh, lion for Thanksgiving, was able to get him around the block uh, yesterday, which was great. The weather finally stopped raining. It was, again, unseasonably warm. Uh, I tweeted a picture of him out. Uh, if you liked it, I appreciate you. Thank you very much. Okay. There's that. Uh, we've got some great listeners on. Scott, Jesse, Donna going to be on tonight. Like I mentioned, Brian and Aaron are going to be on. Um, we've only got one more week of the Lucky Dog Lap Down segment. And we've got the uh, Fantasy Final Four. Who made it? To the final four in lap traffic fantasy after over a hundred and some players were down to our final four. Did I make the cut? I don't know. 
We'll have to find out here towards the end of the show. So let's get things rolling. Let's get our first caller on. Uh, you probably follow her. She does a lot of giveaways. She's a great follow on Twitter. Let's talk to Donna at I Love Fast Tracks. All right, Lap Traffic Nation, joining me on the line. She's been following for a long time, always a supporter of all the giveaways and all that good stuff. She's been to Martinsville this past weekend. She's going to Phoenix. Welcome to the Lap Traffic Podcast. Donna, Donna, how are you? I'm wonderful. Great to hear from you. And thanks for asking me to be on. Absolutely. I love sharing my love for NASCAR. Yes, yes. And, uh, uh, for everyone that uh, doesn't know Donna, you can follow her on Twitter at ILUV Fast Tracks. Uh, she's a great follow, does a ton of giveaways. Donna, one of the things that I absolutely love is uh, you try to give back. I mean, you're a fan yourself, but you really do try to give back to uh, the NASCAR fans, whether it's with tickets or experiences, giveaways yourself. Uh, and and that's just awesome. I mean, that's that's what this fan base is so cool. Well, that's they, yeah, you know, I like to share. I want to bring everybody into this that I can. You don't know what you're missing if you don't go to the track or enjoy some of it. This last weekend, I invited somebody into the uh, Blue Emu Suite with me. I had an extra ticket and I found a young man standing in line to get Brad Kozlowski's autograph who was sleeping in his car. Wow. He had no, ja he had no jacket, uh, but he was a diehard NASCAR fan and I bought him a hoodie. That's and incredible. He just messaged me and asked me to look him up for next year. That's so. great. That that I mean I mean what better story than that? That's just incredible. Um let's see. Donna, you and I uh we met for the first time uh this past summer at MIS, which was awesome. That was your first time at the track and uh yes. we had a good time out there. Yes, we did, other than getting wet for a yeah, while. We did get wet, but hey, we got the race in. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, it was better than the freezing cold in Martinsville in the spring. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. All right, well, let's talk about Martinsville. I mean, what what an incredible race weekend. Um, you know, Martinsville is is becoming a staple of a – we know what we're going to get. We're going to get some form of excitement and it didn't disappoint. Uh, it was an interesting Xfinity race and ending there. We, we saw some, we saw some hatred between teammates and then we, we saw an incredible sign of respect between Allgaier and Almendinger. Uh, what, what did you think of the Xfinity race that we got on Saturday? You know, I was sitting there watching and thinking, gosh, this is, this is so un uneventful, so boring. So, you know, just I, I wanted to see a little more action. But, you know, of course, the ending made up for that. Absolutely. Uh, you know, the, the follow the leader thing to me is I just can't get into that. <laughs> I You know, we used to see a lot of that at uh, uh, Talladega when Talladega um, was – at a different spot in the playoffs. Cause I think for a while there, Talladega was the end of the second round. And we used to see a lot of follow the leader just so people had a shot to be there at the end. And, and I totally get, uh, you know, the fans frustration from that side of things. Well, I loved the, at Talladega. I loved the, uh, the actual bumping and pushing and, and, you know, everything there. I've actually, I've been to 14 different tracks. So I've That's seen all kinds cool. of racing. That's awesome. That's very cool. And then uh, but, Sunday, what did you think of Ross Chastain and, and his move around the outside there? I was, you know, I was sitting there in awe because it was like unbelievable. I can't believe I'm seeing this. 
Where were uh, you at in perspective? Where were your seats at? Well, I had, when, we had left the suites and started down. Okay. Uh, down uh, back into the infield. So uh, I got to see some of it. I, You know, I don't get into that crowd at the end. There's so much going on with the team members and stuff. Sure. And I, I do know a lot of the team members. But I did speak to Ross before the race that day. Okay. He, he was pretty excited. Yeah. And uh, who knew that this was going to happen? Right. I mean, nobody expected it. It might never happen again. But I was... I think it was better than the pass in the grass. Sorry. Oh, I'm with you. I, I because who would have thought? You know, uh, you know. I don't know that move works anywhere else other than Martinsville. It's not working at Bristol. Uh, it's it's pro, it's not going to work at Phoenix. I mean, that is the only place to have timed it so perfectly to where, you know, he, I I mean, he barely clipped him. He barely he barely beat Hamlin, and I. I've rewatched that 30 times on Sunday. I rewatched it before I talked with you here. Like it is just one of those incredible moments in our sport. Yeah. And he, well, we tapped Brad too. Yeah. So, yep. Yep. Daddy. Did. <laughs> um, he, he's a gutsy guy, he you know, when he first started out and then he had a ride and then he didn't have a ride. I was so bummed out, um, you know, but I'm, I'm glad he's where he is now. I I think, you know, uh, I've talked about it for uh, a, a good chunk of the year here in terms of, like you mentioned there, when he didn't have a ride and then he was racing in the truck series with Nice Motorsports, like every, you know, everyone was on the, the, the Ross bandwagon and he, he made a lot of people mad this year. But I think, I think he won over a chunk of the fan base uh, on Sunday and I think he's gonna have a, a good fan base on sunday cheering for him because of what he did at martinsville i believe so too i mean i'm gonna be there i hope there's I hope there's watermelons everywhere that would be absolutely <laughs> incredible there's no doubt about that where uh when are you leaving where are you staying what uh, what's your plans well, for phoenix well i have my friend patty coming in from michigan and and my daughter diana that lives here in colorado uh, it's an 11-hour drive. We're leaving 5 o'clock Thursday morning. Uh, we're staying in Goodyear, which is you're not really close to the track. Okay. Uh, we've got VIP for the weekend, so we're going to be in the garages and stuff again. Excellent. So we'll be there for the full three days. Very cool. And Very meeting cool. up with a bunch of other friends. You know, I've made a lot of friends this last weekend, and I hope to make a few more down there. And you got to try to not make friends at a NASCAR race. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, when you're there, everyone, I mean, it's, it's like you said, if you've never been to a race, it is just an incredible atmosphere. Um, you know, you can have good, you can have some good ribbing with, uh, you know, a fellow fan that's not support your driver, uh, all in good fun. You can, there's always great food. I mean, it is, it's just an incredible weekend. Anyway, it's absolute. Yeah. It's absolutely had a guy walk up to me um, Saturday evening and said, you're Donna. And I said, yeah. And, and I had posted, I don't know if you saw, I had a rough time getting to Martinsville. I had 20 hours with flight delays and cancellations yeah. and no rental car. And when I finally got there, I had one hour of sleep before I left for the track. And this guy walked up and he says, I live an hour from here. And he says, I, I know you off of Twitter. And he says, I told my wife I should come and, and come and get you. And she told me, no, you don't know that lady. <laughs> <laughs> and he says, well, now I can tell my wife I know you. Excellent. Yes. 
<laughs> oh, that's a good. Story. But anyway, I'm expecting some great, great racing all weekend long. Yes, I'm looking. I'm looking forward to all three series. Last year was great. Do you, um, uh, do you got some picks? Who's your Who's your picks for all three series? Well, you know what? I think Zane Smith's going to take trucks. Uh, yeah, I mean, now that uh, I, I'm surprised John Hunter did not make the final four, and since he didn't, uh, I'm, I'm with you. Uh, I see it either Zane Smith or a, I mean, from a fan perspective, Ben Rhodes and Victory Lane for another championship would be incredibly entertaining and awesome. Yeah, yeah. And I'm, I'm actually, I've got my fingers crossed for Justin Algar. Yes. You know, he's been around a long time. He deserves it. He's, you know, he's worked hard all these years. And as much as I like the other drivers, yes, I would, I think I would like to see Justin in victory lane and take the trophy. So I think that would be very cool. Long overdue. Like you said, I was rooting for the dinger. Uh, but uh, now that dinger's out, yes, I'd be a okay with an all guy or victory as well. Right. And then the big dance on Sunday. What, uh, what do you think? Well, you know what? I, I, I've always been a Penske fan, and um, I was there when Brad won his championship at Homestead. I have a lot of crew guys that I know on different teams, and as much as I want Joey, I think I'd, I want to see the watermelons flying. At, right? Why not now? Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's, I think I might have to take one from here. Oh, that would be very cool. <laughs> I'll smash it. I'll smash it in the parking lot. <laughs> Oh, that would be very cool. I think you need to do it. And then once you get to the car, before you leave, you need to do a video on Twitter. Smash. That would be, I just might have to do that. I'm at, I'm at Walmart. I'm at Walmart getting groceries and stuff to take. So I'm going to go in and buy a watermelon. It might not be a big one, but. (laughs) I love it. That's great. Um, Donna, uh, tell everyone once again, where they can follow you on social media. Well, I'm on Twitter at I love fast tracks. Um, I'm on Facebook at Donna Lee Musgrave and I'm on Instagram at I love fast tracks. Awesome. Donna, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for the support of the show and helping counting down to episode 300 here. I hope you have a uh, smoother travels, safe travels and an absolutely incredible time this weekend. Well, thank you for, and, and let, thank you for letting me share my, a little bit of my insight. Absolutely. Um, I appreciate everybody, and I hope to see some of you guys down at uh, Phoenix. Absolutely, and we'll see you next year, Donna. All right. Thank Thank you, Brendan. Bye-bye. Oh, how awesome to talk to Donna. Great human being. Just an absolute humanitarian uh, for the sport and and in general. So uh, great great to talk to Donna. Look for her at the track, and uh, like I said, just just a great person, which is awesome. I just want to highlight a couple things here before I get to the uh, the next caller, uh, and just want to go over just just some things personally here in in reference to uh, where we're at, headed into Phoenix. Um, I love our truck final four. Uh, I'm bummed that Grant Enfinger's not in it. I'm bummed John Hunter's not in it. Uh, and that's not to say any personal vendetta against Stuart Friesen or Christian Eckes. Um, you know, but, you know, no wins for Christian. Uh, you know, Stuart Friesen kind of had a, a ho-hum season, if you will, you know. Uh, I, I think you can make the case that John Hunter should be in it, but he just was boomer bust this year, and uh, he busted more times than he boomed. <laughs> if that's a, a saying, maybe that should be on a T-shirt at some point there. But, um, you know, I, I think all four that are in it, 
have a uh, a realistic chance to go out there and, and do damage. Uh, they are in any given, we'll call it Friday night winner, if you will. Uh, I think all four of them have have a shot. And I think I mentioned it last week that I, I love the fact that you've got your defending champ in it and contending to defend and go back to back. To me, that that's I love when that happens. I love it when it happens in the stick and ball sports. And I love that it's happening here in the truck series. We haven't had back to back truck series champs in a minute. So if that happens, cool. If not, we'll crown a new one and all will be lovely. So I am, I'm excited to see what happens there from the truck series perspective. Um, From the Xfinity series perspective. I mean, I, I was blown away. By the move, to be honest with you, I know Ty has taken some heat over the course of the season and some of it may be deserved. Some of it may be not so deserved. Um, I understand that a driver and a young driver needs the wins to help further the career, to help further the sponsorships, uh, to help further the equipment that you can get in. Um, but Ty's pretty well set. Just um uh, in terms of of what's going to happen there, um, you know, I was I was very surprised knowing that he was already in for the championship. Championship means more than a win, I feel like. And I know, yes, he got the win and very well may go get the championship. Um, and I understand it's an individual sport for the most part, even though we were, were they're all part of a team. I was just surprised if, if it would have been anybody other than a teammate, I maybe would have even been able to buy into it even more like, you know, but the fact that it happened to a teammate, um, you know, I, I am very surprised by the move. Uh, you know, he may, he could be our next Kyle Bush out there. Who knows? And, you know, t- 10 years from now, maybe everybody is loving him. Uh, I was, I was just surprised by it. I would say I absolutely love that. Uh, I mean, obviously, Noah Gregson just had a dominant year, uh, and, and it's no surprise that he's there with eight wins. I love the Cinderella story with Josh Berry to, you know, not even being a, a speck on the radar to, you know, racing part-time, picking up a win at Martinsville a couple years ago to now being in the playoffs, Um and, and racing for the championship. I, I think that's a great story, and I love that. And Justin Allgaier is another great story, you know, someone that went from Cup down to Xfinity. Him and, and A.J. Allmendinger just have such a similar story. Um, you know, I would have loved for both of them to be out there competing for the championship. And, um, you know, it's, uh, you know, Dinger's going to be back in Cup, which is very cool. It would have been awesome to see him get that championship for college racing. Uh, but I, I, you know, no, no knock. I love the show of respect that the two of them had after the race, which was very cool. And I, I mean, we got another great one lined up for, for Saturday with the Xfinity series over to the cup side of things. Oh my gosh. I mean, we all know it. We all saw it. It was incredible. Uh, what a unique final four that we have. I mean, you know, preseason pre-play, you know, Joey Logano, yes, I, I could believe that he's in the final four. Chase Elliott, yes, I could believe he's in the final four. Uh, Christopher Bell, Ross Chastain, wouldn't have been a blip on the radar for me. Um, I, I just, 
great Cinderella stories as well. And I love it. I love what Ross did. I, I mean, it, it was either, hey, he either wasn't going to make it at all based on his finishing spot or he was going to go for broke. He went for broke and it paid off. And I loved seeing the driver's reactions as it was going on. The the in-camera video, audio, it, it, like I said, 2022 from a number of different driver's perspectives, the races that we got. This is a year we're going to be talking about five years from now, 10 years from now. We're going to be referencing and going back and comparing, you know, driver wins and stats to this year. We're going to be looking at this year as just such a unique year. Yes, we've had a ton of injuries, uh, and, and that's the one downfall to the year. Uh, but regardless, you know, 2022 is something we're going to be talking about for a very long time. And this past weekend, Ross Chastain and his move to get into the final four last lap Martinsville is just the icing on the cake to an incredible ending of a season. I love everything about it. You know, I know there were some drivers that right after the race said they wanted to regulate it to where that can happen. I absolutely hope NASCAR does not do that. Uh, it, it would be a shame. And given the opportunity, I think now that it has been done, there's going to be guys that are going to want to go and try it. And it's just going to add to the level of excitement of the playoffs and, and of, of Martinsville. And this was a very special moment that we all got to witness on Sunday. And I think it's going to just culminate even more perfectly this weekend at Phoenix to close out the season. As we wrap it up here with three more shows to go, I, I couldn't be more amped. I couldn't be more excited. Uh, it, it, it's just going to be beautiful. It's beautiful. That's what it is. And I, I love it. I love it. Okay. Uh, let's do some lap traffic, social media. We've got a couple more listeners, uh, that are going to call into the show. We've got weather. We've got the lucky dogs. We've got fantasy, but, uh, let, let's do, uh, I think last week we did social media very late in the show. Uh, let's do it a little early this week to make sure we get it in. Um, everybody make sure you check out the website, the lap traffic podcast.com Facebook, the lap traffic podcast, YouTube lap traffic podcast, TikTok, Twitch, Instagram, Twitter, all at lap traffic PC, leave a review, check out the show. Uh, tell your friends, I am going to do a big giveaway here. I've done some giveaways over the last couple of weeks. I'm going to do a massive giveaway. Uh, and the winner will be picked on episode 300 there. Uh, I'll either get it out this week or next week. And we'll have a huge giveaway. I know at Atlanta racing is going to do a giveaway as well with some things that I've sent over to them. There may be a die cast involved. It may be a chase Elliott die cast involved. Just a little teaser there. Uh, so let's see if we can't build up some new followers here, closing out the season, give some stuff away. I will definitely do some hats. I might even pick two winners. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I don't know if we'll have enough time. I don't know. We'll find out. But we'll figure it out. That's for sure. A uh, couple new followers, Chris Kosick, at Chris Kosick, um, a uh, radio host out of L.A., which is really cool. Uh, Derek Yoder at Picks underscore by underscore Blaze, a NASCAR betting analyst. And he's got a hole in one in golf. That is the one thing that has eluded my golf career is a hole in one. Closest I've come is probably... Let's call it 18, 24 inches on a par three. And man, I get one of those. Oh, 
I, I, I'm not, I wouldn't hang it up. But damn, I I wouldn't care whatever my scores were after that if just because I've I'm pretty happy with where my golf game is at. So man, if I could get a hole in one, that'd be very cool. Uh, don't forget stickers and koozies. I've got those for free. All you have to do is fill out the webs or go to the website, thelabtrafficpodcast.com, fill out the contact page, and I will send them out to you for free. Okay, there is that. Um, I mean, why not? We're, we're shifting things around a little bit here tonight. What do you say we uh, talk to both the Dr. Aaron Studwell and Mr. Brian Newdorf? All right, Lap Traffic Nation, joining me on the line for the very last weather segment of the season. Not one, not two. The weathermen have assembled. Welcome to the Lap Traffic Podcast, Mr. Brian Newdorf. And Mr. Aaron Studwell. Gentlemen, good evening. How are you? Good evening, sir. I'm doing well. And yourself? I'm good. Thank you so much. Brian, what's going on, my man? I mean, I'm, I'm good. And how much candy tax did you take from your child now that you've had your first uh, fatherly? Uh, <laughs> people wear up candy tax. I tell you, he, um, he just loved the fact that he was out, that the it looked like a gloomy day. It was raining off and on. Uh, but come five 30, the, the sky broke. It was like 60 degrees outside. He loved being outside. He got a kick out of his costume. It was, uh, it was very cool. Very cool. Looks like he just enjoyed the card too. That was great. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, you, I mean, you hand him anything and he is just all about, uh, the inspection process of it. So it's fun to watch that. Um, well, before we get into NASCAR talk, I mean, I, I think it is officially time to play the, uh, the Michigan marching band. Ah, oh, beautiful music to hear. Mr. Aaron Studwell, what did you think of the, the game? What did you think of the uh, post-tunnel shenanigans? Uh, what, what, where are you at? Um, I thought, well, personally, I thought it was a, a good game. I mean, it, it, they're still trying to get their sea legs in the first quarter at times, but just the dump running game is so dominant. Yep. And the, what I, I hate to say I'm worried. I hate to say I'm worried. I don't know how this team's defense is going to look against a high-powered offense. And I haven't watched much Illinois this season, and but I, also, but I have watched a lot of Ohio State. So uh, I think we're, our original predictions are going to be right, getting them to be undefeated prior to the Ohio State game. I I'm just not sure about after that. I, it's going to be. I mean, I've I watched I've watched two Ohio State games. I I watched the Penn State game this past weekend, and I watched one earlier in the year. Um, you know, they've they definitely have some gaps. They're they're not a perfect team, and you know the I will say the the plus on their side is home field advantage. So we'll uh, right. We'll see there. Uh, Brian, did you see any of that game or no? No, I was already at work, and no, I didn't see uh, any of that uh, Michigan-Michigan State game. I finally wasn't until early this morning that I saw the video of the tunnel yeah. uh, situation, which, which didn't – I mean, I didn't know anything happened until I saw that video, and I'm like, well, that doesn't clear anything up. You know, I don't know what happened. Uh, that didn't tell me anything. All I know is that we had a bye, so we didn't lose. There. You, well, hey, I mean – it's a good week for you guys to have a buy. I mean, it sucks having a buy off a loss, but, uh, you know. We need to make threes. We need to heal. Hey, listen, 
if we can, I mean, I'm still got an idea that it's, it's very light. You have Iowa, Illinois, Northwestern, and Indiana. Those are your last four games. Us. We could win out and win the West and then get our asses handed to us by whoever's coming out of the right. East. But, <laughs> wow, that's, that'd be something for y'all. I will say yeah, but, you should. And if it's Ohio State, we actually have a real shot. Thank God it's not Wisconsin, which we brought up last week. Yes, well, I will tell you. Last week, we talked about that. We were owned by Wisconsin, so. If you can't beat Iowa, I mean, they just have zero offense. I mean, that is that should be the only game I would say would be a struggle for you guys is the Illinois game. And I tell you what, I'm going to be watching that game very closely because uh, then we play Illinois the following week. So. Well, I was wondering if you had money on it already. No, no, not yet. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> not not yet. Uh and the spread this week for Maryland is uh twenty six and a half it opened at 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 Maryland, but I mean that should be very doable. That shouldn't be an issue. I'm uh I'm not concerned about that one. So I mean Indiana still squeaked a loss out of that one, but they had that game. Um and then Purdue played, I mean the problem about Purdue is, I mean, the reason why Iowa scares me is even though they don't have an offense, we make bad offenses look good. Okay, see Nebraska. So, uh, <laughs> well, hey, uh, I'm gonna have faith for for the Boilermakers this week at Iowa. That's or with Iowa, that's for sure. Yeah. Um. All right. We had a crazy weekend this weekend at Martinsville. Uh, we had teammates getting wrecked. We had. Uh, you know, NASCAR video game caution mode off going on on the last lap on <laughs> Sunday. What, uh, Brian, what, what'd you think of it? Well, I, I was asleep during it. So the only, I, the only thing I've seen is the last lap shenanigans. That's a but great wow, It is, but honestly, listen, people are talking about the sport rather than somebody wrecking another car. Yeah, I, I don't get that. I, I don't. I, I think it's... But what I'm saying is, is you, you're having more positive coverage than, you know, a situation with the Bubba Wallace thing and Larson and stuff like that, oh, where sure. you're using your car, you yes. know, uh, different things like that. I, I mean, that's going to, I mean, it'd be like trying to say, well, let's, I mean, I'm of the age of, I remember, you know, Bo Jackson climbing one of the walls to try to make a catch. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean... Yeah. I mean, that's so I'm trying. So what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to relate this to another sport. Nobody ever said no. Nobody's allowed to climb the wall again and try to catch a ball because nobody humanly possible can do what Bo Jackson did. Right. Um. I mean, and and more likely, who's really going to try that? I mean, you get lucky one time and it works. I mean, that could have been horribly bad too. It absolutely yeah. could have. If, if that turn four was gate was open, yeah, yeah, all right, and it was, and he did. Um, I just need, you know, I've, uh, that's going to be my one of my top two memories of NASCAR ever. Is what that was, moment? The what other one was. What position was he in? Does anybody know that? Ten, maybe. I was just maybe. Yeah, sounds right. Okay, yeah, that, that's. And he was definitely looking. He was ten and outside somewhere. And I'm just the fact that the, the idea was. I mean, to me, it's to me. This is literally one of those situations where it's like the no guts, no glory. The Doug Flutie Hill, you know. Absolutely. You could be, you could be, it can, you can be a hero, or you can be, you know, absolutely the worst. You know, it, it could be glory or glory for the wrong reasons. Yep, absolutely. that's a good way to put that. Yep, 
especially after Halloween. <laughs> um, Aaron, what? Um, uh, you were about to say something, and I don't remember where you. Were. Yeah, that's now. I file that under one of my top two memories of the sport. The oh, other one yes, be, being yes. the Ricky Craven, uh, Kurt Busch finish at Darlington. You know, uh, Aaron, you and I, the last time you were on, you know, I think we talked about just how, whether it's for good and or bad reasons, 2022 is going to be a season that we are citing for years to come. And, uh, you know, this is just another another thing on top of it of of just how incredibly awesome, um, you know, this season is. Yes, we've had some injuries uh, and things of that nature and. You know, that that's the, the shadow on 2022. But there have been some very cool, very cool memories to come out of this year. And who knows what Phoenix is going to hold for us. That's true. I, I will. Well, two things to share. I actually had a dream that Christopher Bell was on the pole and won the race. So, oh, wow. I'm not sure. Yeah. Are you putting money on that? <laughs> I'd have to find a place to do that or or a broker. <laughs> well, um, you let me know. So I'll let you know. Yeah, yeah, gambling's legal in Indiana, so you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're I we're a couple. I, we keep getting told we're a couple days away. I have the app installed, but oh, I. cool. It, yeah, well, yeah. Um, the other thing, I'll ask the two of you, and then I'll f- finish with my answer. What to you? What is the most memorable memorable thing of 2022 for NASCAR? Man, I would. I mean, this. It's hard to say anything other than this, you know, uh, with Ross. And I get that that's cliche because it's the most recent race, but. I mean, it's it was a game changer. I mean, that the the last quarter of a lap at Martinsville impacted the, you know, championship run. And if he's able to go and win that championship, it's going to make Martins. It's going to make it even more memorable. So, I mean, I don't see how you could pick anything other than this. I mean, you know, I would say maybe a number two uh, would maybe be Daniel Suarez picking up the win um, earlier in the year. Um, but yeah, I mean, this just takes the cake. It, it was just so cool the way it happened. And, and I love everything about it. Brian, what say you? Well, yeah, I think this is a memory, but I'd also say for me, I mean, I've, my, I've, I've been busy and still adjusting to new jobs and my time for NASCAR, but I'd also, for me, a memory, and then this is not a good one, but the, the, the playoff fiasco points getting into playoffs, uh, that whole mess. Because yep. uh, I remember my conversation with Brandon when I ha- I came on after that, and it's just like, I mean, I'm at this point, and it's been around for so long that I'm still trying to figure out the points and what they, how they work, and stuff like that. And it just, you know, I've gone a long time. I, I understand wins are important, but you know, the the Lions can win a game in an NFL season, but you wouldn't put them in the playoffs just because they won one game. Um, that was kind a of the great same analogy. I, so. Yeah. No, I love I mean, that. you know, I, I I mean, it's the season the season the season is so long that um you know, there's got to be some reward or some weight, I think, cuz it is hard in NASCAR given all the different tracks they go to 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 maintain uh consistency. Yep. So no, I'm I don't want to get into a big playoff point discussion oh, yeah, yeah. with you, but, but that's it, my... no, I that's well, no, I I see your take, but I actually I don't like the system, but I can see the merits of the system. And ironically, my biggest thing for the year, or number two thing after the Ross Chastain was how many different winners we've had this season. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That's uh, 16 prior to the regular season. And I think uh, what, 19 total. I think, yeah, the, yep, I think 19 is the number, yeah. you know, I guess. And, and I would say 
uh, a memorable thing is, is, you know, the, uh, the lack of playoff drivers winning in the playoffs, the first five playoff races were either won by someone not in the playoffs overall or had been eliminated in a prior round. You know, normally we're seeing the playoff contenders, uh, you know, dominate and win the playoff races. And we did not have that this year. All the more adding to the chaos of points battles and position battles and, you know, everything that but that culminated. Was, but that's but that squares away with the fact that you've had so many winners this Absolutely. season. Yeah. Because the fact that there aren't I mean, this new car complain about it. And maybe that's the complaint is that literally there's nobody was having a dominant. Maybe that's the problem. Maybe NASCAR drivers who are the successful ones were used to having consistent success. And now they're not having that. Yeah. And no. that's the complaint. I'm, I'm, I don't disagree with that. I agree um, with you. All right. We are headed to Phoenix. Last race of the year. Last uh, weather of the year. Uh, let's see. Brian, how are we looking for the truck race on Friday night? Yes, this is the extremely wet season we've had. I yes. say that sarcastically. <laughs> <laughs> and this is why we need to have it in Phoenix. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. But, I mean, uh, this this season also proves, despite the fact that there's going to probably be about half the NASCAR fans who would argue with Aaron and I that this was one of those wet seasons um, it wasn't, um, but uh, no, good reason to have it in Phoenix. Uh, good reason to have it in Phoenix in November. Uh, overall, yeah, I mean, but Friday looks nice. Um, generally, during the daytime, temperatures in the 60s, so relatively cool, but definitely looking very, very dry. So no weather, no weather concerns except for maybe sunscreen. Excellent. All right, uh, Aaron. Saturday, <laughs> Xfinity. Uh, sunny skies, high of 68. Well, morning low, 46. Bring a jacket. Normal highs are like floating at 80s around this time. It's going to be unseasonably cool out there. Okay. Very cool. All right. The big dance, the cup championship Sunday. Brian, how are we looking? It's going to get real hot. It's going to get in the 70s. Uh- <laughs> 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 no, it, it should be much warmer, but again, that's nice. It's going to be fall-like, no worries of rain. Um, as of right now, again, I never go 100% this early out, uh, but it definitely looks a very strong signal for it to be dry. Uh, so, again, we're going to end very well from how most of the season was, which is good for Aaron and I, so we don't have to constantly be watching radar or anything else. We can enjoy some racing and watch the season come to an end. Excellent. I love it. Well, love it. As, uh, as the season comes to an end, uh, another season of lap traffic is uh, almost in the books, gentlemen. Uh, I cannot thank you enough for, for being a part of the show, for taking time out of your schedules to uh, make this work week in and week out and have some fun talking, whether it's football, basketball, NASCAR. Uh, thank you for being a part of the ride again for another year and uh, look forward to doing something next year. Sounds good. Looking forward to it. It's been a great season. Thank you, my friend, for having us back. Of course. Yes. Of course. Thank you. And congratulations for all the episodes you've had. You thank know. you. Yes. Uh, Two ninety-seven tonight. Uh, we got th- we got three more to wrap this thing up, and you know we'll we'll keep pushing strong next year into season seven. So wow. guys, we'll uh, we'll talk to you soon. Uh, stay well. I know we'll talk over the holidays, but enjoy the holidays, and uh, we'll uh, we'll do it again. Thank you, sir. Go blue. See ya. Go blue. All right, Lab Traffic Nation. There you have the very last time Aaron and Brian on the show this season. Okay, let's do some Lucky Dog Lap Down Picks. Uh, I'm going to be honest with you guys, and uh, 
send me your feedback on your thoughts on this. I, the Lucky Dog Lap Down segment has been around since season one. It's been here for six years, and I am thinking that this segment has run its course. Uh, you guys tell me. Now, that's not to say I'm not going to ask for your guys' takes. Uh, I've got some ideas that maybe could replace it, a, a weekly question, uh, you know, so something along those lines. Uh, but you guys tell me, do you want Lucky Dog Lap Down in the show next year? Or would you like to have a little uh, a freshen up, if you will, for, for this spot in the show? You guys let me know. Uh, we're definitely going to do it for uh, next week, and we'll add the recaps in as well. But uh, let's see here. My lucky dogs of the weekend are Michigan and Ross Chastain, Lap Down, Lions, and my fantasy picks. So there's they're my picks. Um Let's see, Scott at 1985 Wagner, who you're going to hear from in just a couple minutes. Uh, lucky dog, Seabell racing, win it to be in it. Lap down, race itself. Not a lot of passing until the very late. Super lucky dog, Ross Chastain, redefining, riding the boards. I love it. Uh, Brian at Storm and B81, who you heard on last week's show. Lucky dog, Christopher Bell for getting into the championship four. Lap down, Denny for being all talk and not taking out the one, LOL. Uh, 83 fan at Waddell 3 Cody. Lucky dog, Ross Chastain, lap down, Denny Hamlin. Chris at USMC underscore NASCAR fire on last week's show as well. Lucky dog, Chastain. That was epic. Also, Seabell Racing and Clutch Performance lapped down 499 and a half laps. Yeah, uh, I, I talked about it earlier. You know, we saw we, we see this happen. Guys want to be there at the end. So everyone kind of behaves themselves for a little bit. Uh, James at JWW5229. Lucky dog to both Christopher Bell, Ross Chastain for advancing. No lap down. Uh, I could get behind that too. Jason at JA Stone 29, Lucky Dog. I don't care what anybody says, whether you like them or you don't. That one car and that video game move, they called it. Holy crap. That is the Lucky Dog. Never have I ever. Absolutely. Uh, lap down belongs to Denny Hamlin for missing the championship four after a dominating run. Jeremy at Living Room War Wagon. A lap down goes to Ty Gibbs. Comparing yourself to Jesus does not play well anywhere. Yeah, yeah, there's that. Lucky talk goes to Ross Chastain doing whatever he can to advance. Hashtag LT Fantasy NASCAR. Beautiful. Jess at Iowa NASCAR fan, who you're also going to hear from in a little bit. Uh, lucky dog Ross Chastain still in disbelief over his move. Lap down Ty Gibbs dumping a teammate that needed to win. I guess at least they don't have to worry about a penalty for race manipulation. There you go. Uh, Kristen at K Hoglin 79. Lucky dog to my guy C Bell for making it through to Phoenix. An honorable mention to Chastain. I can't stop watching the replays. Lap down Ty Gibbs. Need I say more? No. No, you don't. <laughs> I get it. Uh, Matt at Camper News Net. 
Lucky Dog, Christopher Bell, must-win situation, getting the job done. Moving on to the championship. Four additional Lucky Dog, Ross Chastain, for making a move that will be one of the top moments in NASCAR history. No lap down. I love it. Rowdy at the Rowdy Dragon. Lucky Dog gets split decision. The 20 winning the round of four. And the highlight reel we will all watch for the next 30 years. The one riding the wall. Lap down the 11 again. No cup. Beautiful. Tristan at Tristan Cole. Lucky Woofa. That's great. That's that's fantastic. That uh, Lucky Woofa. That's that's beautiful. Seabell, uh, guy delivered twice on elimination races. Ross, big balls, Chastain. That's beautiful. Pulling off the move to get in the final four. Totally insane. Lap down. Ty Gibbs for preventing uh, his teammate getting two cars into the championship final four. I love it. Ross. Big watermelon balls, Chastain. We need to we need to get that over to his PR people for a T-shirt for sure. Okay, all right. We've kind of skipped ahead, jumped around a little bit. Uh, I've got two more callers for you, as well as some lap traffic fantasy. So uh, stick around. We're we're not uh, we're not done by a long shot. Uh, let's talk to uh, Jess at Iowa NASCAR fan. All right, Lap Traffic Nation joining me on the line. He's been a longtime follower of the show. Uh, he is a weekly contributor to the Lucky Dog Lap Down segment. And unfortunately, this year he had an early exit in the Lap Traffic Fantasy League. You can follow him on Twitter at Iowa NASCAR Fan. It is Jess. Jess Rose. What's up, man? How are you? Good. How are you? I'm awesome, man. Welcome back. It's uh it's it's unfortunately been a minute. It's been way too long. That fantasy this year, I just couldn't buy a top five in all three series. So <laughs> I, I hear you. It's, uh, it was, uh, it's been a, str- it's been a struggle. Uh, the survey's out. Did you, did you, uh, check out the survey yet for the end of the year? I haven't year? yet. Gonna get on that this week though. So excellent. Excellent. I will tell you that, uh, I am really contemplating putting some truck limits in for next year. What do you think about that? I think first we need to see what the trucks have for drivers in it next year. That could be right. a huge factor on who, who there is to pick. So. Well, so that's what I think. So I think I would limit it on um, like kind of like I did the Xfinity series is uh, I'd limit it based on owner's points. Uh, so if that car number was in the top whatever then that's where the limit might come into play there. but uh, And I thought that worked really well this year okay. for the Xfinity, so cool. I think that'd be good. Cool. Awesome. And it'd probably be a two or two for maybe even a three for, uh, you know, as far as, as uh, limits there for the truck, just so that it's not, you know, like we've had the last couple of years, the John Hunter and Zane Smith picks for throughout the yeah. league. So. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll just make it, you know, that big, much more of a challenge, uh, for next year. So we'll, uh, we'll have some fun with it for sure. Um, all right, man, what's up with your Hawkeyes, man. They, uh, struggling their offense a little bit, man. Don't have a quarterback. Don't have an offense can only rely on the defense for so much, but when they're on the field, 90% of the game, they get tired too. So it's been a real tough tough year for the Hawks that's, there. That's the thing. Like, you know, you got to be able to have some parity between sides of the ball and, uh, you know, the defense is great the first half, but man, then like you said, they just end up being out there for so long that, you know, they, they just get winded and, you know, there's not much more that, uh, that you can do. So um, I'll, I'll tell you, 
Uh, you guys have, per- well, I, I don't have to tell you, you know you've got Purdue this week. And Brian Newdorf, uh, Mr. Weatherman, is a uh, Purdue guy, and, and he is pretty confident this week. What uh, what do you have to say to that there, sir? I probably would be too, but <laughs> Purdue has Charlie. <laughs> there is a little more incentive for the Hawkeye defense this week, though, going up against Charlie Jones. He's been in Iowa for the past three years and transferred out, so maybe that'll rough him up a little bit. Yeah, it's it's just so I'll, – I'll tell you, I was – the Iowa game, when, you know, preseason, I was nervous about that game just because of the fact that that was Michigan's first road game. And it was, you know, after the the beating that we gave Iowa in the Big Ten championship game, like I was I was nervous just from a retribution standpoint, like we're going to Iowa. They are going to want to just, you know, give us the same ass whipping. And, uh, you know, as as we saw that that they just man, I just that offense, I am I'm surprised that that's what they had to put on the field. And, and I, I'm stunned because Iowa is normally they, they do pretty well from a recruiting standpoint. Um, you know, they're, you know, they're old school football, you know, so they're, yeah. they're lineman type on both sides of the ball. So it's, it was very surprising to, to see what they're doing this year. The sad part is with a defense like that, we don't need a top offense. We just no. need one that's middle of the pack and just, get the first downs and score 24 to 30 points and yeah yeah then let the defense go win the game yeah that's the thing yeah that's that's what you uh, that and that's that's got to be so frustrating for the defensive players out there because it's like dude we're doing our part could you just like get a first down but uh, there that's that's asking a lot apparently so um, well, man, what, uh, what did you think of racing this past weekend at Martinsville? It was definitely what we've come to expect. And then some, yeah, there's definitely, uh, going into the weekend, I was a little nervous for the cup side and three quarters of the way through was kind of thinking the same thing. We did see more passing throughout the race, which was definitely a positive. I do think the short track package still needs work. Absolutely. Um, but Ross Chastain Wow, not really sure. I had to watch that probably 50 times to put my mind around that that was actually happened and it yeah. wasn't a fast forwarded thing. But right, right. <laughs> like I thought was... he, I thought he cut a tire, went up into the wall, and was just gonna die. I didn't realize that. Nope, that was all by design, and everything worked out as perfectly as it could have. I can't imagine what was going through Chase Elliott's mind with them right in front of him and seeing him start that. I bet he was. I heard the spotter go, what in the hell? Because that's what I would have been saying, too. So Right. I, and, and a half a second, you know, later, Denny probably beats him. Like, I mean, he could not have timed that any more perfect. And if he had done it any earlier, maybe someone jump, jumps up and tries to throw a block like I mean, it was just so perfectly timed and I'm glad it worked out because it's a great moment to be able to talk about of, Hey, remember when, and it worked versus, Oh, remember when he tried and it didn't like, I'm, I'm very glad that it was a successful result. It just adds to the, to the narrative, if you will. 
it has been a huge week in the mainstream media for the sport of NASCAR, too. I know Larson kind of said it was embarrassing, and I didn't agree with that at all, but I've seen more highlights of that on other sports media that would never even think about talking about NASCAR. It was number one play on Sports Center Top 10. Pat McAfee was talking about it. It was on Good Morning America they were talking about it. So I think it was just huge for the sport all the way around. Absolutely. Barstool, you know, they, they obviously – do a lot and and it got all over that coverage uh it's funny you mentioned pat mcafee what do you think of pat mcafee because i absolutely love the guy oh he's a character i love listening to him i it's he just likes to have a good time yes. so it's oh fun to God. listen to his takes some of his takes are kind of out there a little bit but it's a he's a good time to listen to for sure he's somebody that you like Man, if there was just some random bar that he happened to be at with not a lot of people to where they weren't like crowding him to where, man, let, can we have a beer and just like shoot the shit like that's it, it, Rob Gronkowski's the same way. Like there are just some certain people that it's like, man, what I wouldn't give just to have a beer and and, you know, shoot the shit with you. And he's for sure he's up there for sure. Oh, I love him on college game day. I think he. uh he, he brings a much-needed uh, pep to that show because it can get a little mundane, I think. Uh, you know, two hours straight of, of, you know, stats and highlights. And, and he, brings, he brings content value, not just, you know, from a goofy perspective, but he also... Can, he can back up it as well with his knowledge. So I Yeah, I, he I knows this. He knows his stuff for sure, and I think his energy level is just something that's been underrated up until this year, and it's good to see him starting to get some more breaks with bigger bigger outlets and really put out a name for himself except for just what he's done for himself. So Absolutely. I mean, and he's been – he was doing WWE commentary. I was really surprised to hear that he was, you know, that they were – I don't know what they worked out, but for him to be able to work it out to just be like, hey – I'm piecing out to go do football yeah. for the season. Um, but I, I think it's great. It, it, it'll only help the exposure back to WWE when he comes back. Um, and I, I, I don't listen to his podcast on a regular basis, but I do occasionally. And, and it's, it's gold. I mean, it's, it's up there with the Joe Rogans of the world, as far as I'm concerned in terms of for content. sure. So good deal. All right, man. What do you what do you think we're going to see this weekend at Phoenix? Again, a little nervous for the Cup side. The racing in the spring wasn't bad, but I think the drivers have really learned the cars a lot. Sure. Um, I don't know if the champion's going to go out there and win the race like we've seen, but I, it's definitely possible with those four. This the four that we got in there this year. I, they each have their own little story and background. I Which think they're awesome. all deserving. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Well, and I'll tell you, you know, if if Ross wasn't in it, I would have said, watch out for Ross Chastain to go play spoiler for the first time under this format. The fact that Ross is in it, um, I'm, I'm not going to be surprised if any four of them go out there and win. Uh, I'm sure Ross is probably the underdog from a, a Vegas perspective, from a, a numbers take. Uh, but that very well may be a good enough reason to go in and throw a little wager down on, on old watermelon man to get it done. But um, I, I think the, the, like you mentioned earlier, as, as far as the, the, the package for, for short tracks um, you know, I, I can see where that, 
that uh, hesitancy is is there, and, and I'm sure it'll be there for the first two stages, no doubt, and and then it'll be hopefully a, a go for broke situation like we saw this past weekend. For sure, I will say for a spoiler for the weekend, I wouldn't look too far past Chase Briscoe either. One there in the spring, and that team's really been picking it up in the playoffs, and he Absolutely. might start off slow, but. And that they're going to be shifting a lot this weekend. And he seems to be the first one that mastered that early on. So I think he could get it done. Well, and the the fact that we had the first five playoff races were either won by a non-playoff driver or someone that had already been eliminated. I mean, this is the year for rules to be broken, if you will. So I'm not going to be surprised if all three series, someone from that's not in the final four, go out there, um, which, I mean, again, is just going to add to the incredible 2022 story, that's for sure. For sure. Do you think uh, old Ty Gibbs gets revenge from Brandon Jones this weekend? Or I I, I don't think so. I, I think he will want to go out there and do something, uh, but I also think that there's a character at play and that he – may want to play off that narrative and be the bigger person. And if he can go out there and do it, I think he'll want to go out there and win that race and just be able to stick it to him from, from that regard, which I think that will speak heavier volumes than going out there and, and just dumping them. But I, I wouldn't be, I mean, Hey, I, I ain't going to be surprised either way what happens there. So we'll uh, that that's going to be very very exciting to watch on Saturday to see what happens. What do yeah, you say, still, sir? You want to give me a couple picks here? Who do you? Uh, who are your? Who are your championship picks? Yep. So in the trucks, I think Ty Majeski gets it done, and it'll be really well deserved for him too. His career's been kind of up and down, and he's a short track guy, and that team's just been on a roll the last four or five races. I think it'd be awesome for him. Awesome. Um, How about really that? Xfinity. For that trend, I think Josh Berry, too, in Xfinity. All guy is going to be really, really hard to beat, and I feel like the only person that is going to be able to beat him is probably himself, and they've done that a lot this year, and really he's done that in every championship race he's got in. Sure. So I'm going to go ahead and go with Barry. I would love that Cinderella story. Um, I talked about it a little bit ago just how, you know, a couple years ago we weren't even talking about him part-time ride with junior motorsports gets the win at Martinsville. I, I mean, that would be, that would be an awesome, again, just another incredible story to talk about and reference back to 2022. So I could, I could get behind that all day. How about and for the cups for the cup side? I want Ross Chastain big time, but I think there's something about Christopher Bell's last three, four weeks that they're, they're going to be tough to beat when their backs against the wall. So I think the 20 will get it done. They Wouldn't are. it be crazy if Majeski Chastain and Barry all won the championships this year, though, I all mean, three relative underdogs that came from really nothing at one point, their careers were pretty much over. You just talked me into a parlay pick, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Join the club. Mine's already in. So, <laughs> I mean, why not at this point? I would, I would, at this point, I do want to see Ross, uh, go get it done. Uh, I could, I like I, I said a little bit ago, I'm not going to be surprised out of either of those four. I'm not going to be surprised if it's a one, two, three, four finish from those guys. 
I'm not going to be surprised if we have a late race restart. I mean, I, I could see this getting interesting here. Last 25 laps of this race. Uh, I'm also not going to be surprised if Kevin Harvick wants to just go and piss off NASCAR and bring back uh, the old glory days of Kevin Harvick at Phoenix <laughs> and, and just go dominate this thing just to piss everybody off either. So, um, like I said, I know nothing surprises me at this point. I'm along for the ride and three incredible races this weekend. For sure, for sure. Jess, man, uh, thank you so much for uh, taking some time coming on the show. Thanks for the support over the years. Thanks for playing fantasy. Um, thanks for, uh, for for being here, man. Appreciate you, and uh, thanks, thank you for coming on. Yep, one last thing. Just a big congratulations for your 300 episodes, and thank you, the community you've built with this podcast and given people like me something to look forward to during the midweek is awesome so just thank you for everything and i know you've gotten busier over the years and it's just truly great to be part of the community that you've built with this thing so keep her going i appreciate that's why i'm here is is stuff like that man thank you very much that that touches the heart i appreciate <laughs> it have a great rest of the uh the week enjoy the racing and we'll talk to you soon man yes sir you too take care all right, Lap Traffic Nation, great to talk to Jess there, longtime uh, fan and follower of the show. And let's get our last caller on, uh, who is also a longtime listener, follower, supporter, all that good stuff. Uh, you will see a weekly tweet of his car when he's listening to the podcast, which is awesome. Welcome back to the show, Scott at 1985 Wagner. What's up, brother? How are you, man? Oh, not too bad. Enjoying the 30-some degree mornings up to the mid-70s afternoon. So it has been waiting for it to decide warm. to be fully fall. Yeah, it is. Uh, I'm waiting for that shoe to drop because it is going to go from, uh, you know, like you said, 70s to, to 20s real quick. And, uh, you know, I'll just take it because I'm in Michigan and that's what you have to do. <laughs> oh yeah God. that's that's where we're at how's the car coming man oh not too bad i got the rear leaf springs on it so maybe it'll quit trying to chew into my 17 inch wheels when i get around to putting it back on so excellent and for the listeners wait, tell everybody it. what you got uh, that's a work in progress 65 mustang coupe v8 car four speed it's just just getting a bit built be built for a date night car for the wife and when it gets done then i can go whole ham on horsepower and build myself a charger ute beautiful you need to bring it up to uh the woodward dream cruise one year man up here in uh good old detroit yeah hopefully the reliability gets there uh, <laughs> it's about as bad a fuel mileage as my daily driver so right <laughs> oh i love it well man what um what do you think of the racing this weekend I tell you what, I, I can't believe what Gibbs, Gibbs did to Brandon. Crazy. And, uh, well, you know, Brandon was just right. It's kind of like, Ty, I hope you realize that if uh, Brandon can stop a J junior car from uh, going around him, he's probably not going to try very hard, mm -hmm. especially if they, he knows they can catch him. Yep. So yep. he fails to realize having three teammates out there, he's probably going to have one. <laughs> right yes yes that's the uh I, I was i was blown away by it to be honest with you like 
I, I talked about it a little earlier in the show, but I, I, I get wanting the win and I get the individuality of the sport and your specific team. And that wins equal better rides, better sponsorships. Uh, but that's not something he necessarily may need to worry about right away. I mean, we, we all know the, the, where he's going and, and what his future holds. And, you know, that there are a few instances to where the team mentality comes into play. And, you know, we, we all know it at Daytona and Talladega. And that's one of those other rare circumstances to where, you know, the, the team mentality could have could have played a role and help the team have a greater odds at getting a championship. And that's not what happened. <laughs> yeah. Him doing it and not being very apologetic, you know, doesn't surprise me. But when he starts throwing out biblical verses, it's kind of like, okay, you're just being a lot of arrogant here, Ty. <laughs> that was definitely interesting to say the least. Um, you know, I, I, he very well may be, the our next Kyle Bush in in the sport in terms of someone that goes out there, gets it done, doesn't have a lot of popularity, and who knows, maybe maybe twenty years from now we're we're all you know praising him. I I don't know, but right now he is uh, he's not helping his fan base. That is for sure. That's for no, sure. No, that's for sure. But yes. yeah, I mean the Xfinity race was good. A lot of a lot of passing, a lot of excitement. Like you said, other than that, you know last corner deal with Ty, you know, I mean, it was a, there's a lot going on, you know, everywhere on the track. Absolutely. No doubt about that. Uh, what'd you think about Sunday? I mean, the, the talk of the night so far has been, uh, you know, 499 ho-hum laps and no one really cares about those 499 laps right now. No, like I said, Ross doing that, that instantly seen that it's kind of like, that is a top three, finish you know race moment you have david pearson and petty crashing at the 76 daytona and david getting his car restarted sure you got the natural pass in the grass it was never really a pass and then you got uh russ russ riding the wall i mean it's it's a top three you know nascar moment it is you know I, I'm, it's a top three NASCAR moment. It's probably the top moment of 2022, uh, which is, which is just awesome because there's so many, so many things. And I, I feel like a broken record, but it's, it's worth repeating so many awesome things to come out of 2022 from the number of different winners yeah. we've had. Uh, we've, we have had some great races. The new car has delivered at some tracks. Uh, we've got some tire issues to figure out and some safety issues to figure out. Um, but from a, an overall perspective, uh, from a, a driver wins perspective, from a competition perspective, we've, we've had some exciting things to talk about. And I, I look forward to the nostalgia that 2022 will bring us down the road. Yeah. It's been great hearing, you know, names like LaJoy and Kyle Weatherman, you know, in the top 10, seeing them. You know, the the car did as advertised. It really did make a good equalizer. You know, some of the guys got up there on pit strategy, but most time you hear their name, it's because they, they stay out one lap to lead a lap under caution. Sure. But during the racing, you hear Kyle Weatherman, Corey LaJoy, you know, 
and that stuff. And it's great. It's kind of like, this is going to help these guys get some sponsorship. Absolutely. Their names get said on national TV. Right. Yes. And that, that's, that's what it's all about, right? We, we're, we're no, we don't try to hide the fact that money drives the sport and drives your ability to go run in the sport. And you nailed it right there. That will absolutely play a role for these guys. I mean, LaJoy almost picked up the win, uh, you know, and I think one of the plate tracks later, the, you know, later on in the season here, this pit this year, um, you know, landing castle came very close a couple times, um, you know, and, and, you know, we got Josh Berry who a couple years ago was part time and, and people were like, who is this guy? And, you know, now he's going and running for a championship in, in a very short period of time, which is great on the cup side of things. Uh, I, I won't be surprised whoever wins the championship on Sunday. Um, the truck series truck series, probably, which is always my favorite has probably delivered the least for me this year. Uh, but it, that doesn't mean it wasn't bad. I just have high expectations. Um, you know, so it, it's, it's, it's been a phenomenal year to be a NASCAR fan. And I am, I'm excited for what next year brings. Will we get? Will will some teams figure it out? Will they have to make enough changes to where it'll be another equal playing field again? Uh, you know that that'll be something that uh, you know will just keep us all glued to our seats for for next year. Exactly, and like I said, it just just the diversity. You know, you're gonna have your big things. You got Kyle Busch Motorsports going to Chevrolet and. Everybody's yeah. going, oh, they're not going to have the Toyota vacuum scanning. One person, one company, all the motors. It takes the brains to get the chassis set up. Yep. Those guys aren't going to care if it has a bow tie on that grill sticker no. or what it has. It's it's the people he has that set those trucks up that put KBM where it's at in the truck series. Yes, I agree. Uh, I, I don't foresee that team having to, especially in the truck series, you know, it's one thing you make a manufacturer change at the Xfinity or cup level. And it's not, I, I, not to say that it's, it's an easy transition, but knowing the resources that Kyle Busch will put behind it, knowing that it's the truck series to where, you know, outside of your top eight, 10 teams uh, that, that, you know, aren't going to have those resources, I don't foresee there being much lag in in KBM next year in the truck series in terms of what they're able to go and do, you know, on the track. There's there's no doubt about that. It'll just be interesting to see who who he has uh, holding the steering wheel since well Corey Himes going over to the old David Gillard and racing because he's on under Toyota. But I don't know if Nemechek's under Toyota. Uh, it'll, I, I wouldn't, I, 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 I'm not gonna, don't quote me, but I think Nemechek might be making a full-time move to, uh, Xfinity next year. I could be wrong, but, uh, I, I think I may have saw something along those lines there. So, yeah. Cause it'll be interesting to see if Haley ends up taking a jump to Xfinity since she's under Ford and with, uh, yep. Gilliland going to Toyota, she's, she's got to go someplace. Yes. I, uh, I agree there. Alrighty, sir. Uh, how about some picks? Who's uh, who's your championship pick for all three series? Uh, well, it's bad. I don't even remember who's in, it's the the last truck race was how long? Ago. I know, I know. Uh, we oh. got Majeski, Zane Smith, Ben Rhodes, and Chandler Smith. 
Uh, I think Zane's going to pull out the surprise. I think so, too. Uh, like I said earlier, uh, between Zane, Ben Rhodes, I think it'll be one of those two. Uh, how about the Xfinity series, sir? God, I, I, I'm so on the fence. I, I really think Allgaier can get it done this year. But the way Noah's been running, it's kind of right. like it, it's it's hard to know which of the two to go after. I think Ty has pissed so many people off that uh, he's not going to get help from a lot of anybody. No, no, <laughs> he will have to he will have to beat every car on that track. There will be no assistance given to him. Uh, there will be lap down cars that are that might hold him up. So. Yeah, he's 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 not going to get have have a lot of easy anything no. anytime in that race. No, not at all. And on the cup side, you know, here's another tough one. Is Chase has been doing so so this last round, really through the entire playoffs. It's I, his wins and playoff points have helped get him to where he's at right now. Yeah, Chris. Chris Bell, you know, he's he's on a roll, but I don't know if he can finish the deal. So I'm I'm pretty much between Chastain, probably leaning towards Logano. Fair enough. Getting his second. Fair enough. Fair enough. All righty, sir. Well, listen, man, thank you for uh, coming on the show. Appreciate the support. Uh, thank you for uh, being along for the ride and help counting down to episode 300. Hope you enjoy the holiday season and the uh, last week of racing here, man. So, so do I. Well, congratulations on making it almost to 300. I can't remember if you were much past 100 when I got on board. Awesome. But so. It's, it's, I mean, it's been great watching, you know, who you have on the show grow. The show has stayed the same. You've, you know, cause I know I was on when you were trying to get to, I think to 2000 listeners. And just the people you've had on and you've kept the, the format the same. The listeners are involved. Like so many podcasts. Yours is about the only racing podcast I listen to. Well, I appreciate just that, man. Because it's not people talking, they have the guests, and then they talk some more and that's it. I try so. to keep it fresh. We might do a couple shakeups next year, but nothing too crazy. Uh, you know, you can expect much of the same. And uh I'm I'm it's 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 everyone like you that that's been along for the ride and, and that, uh, you know, gives me the, the energy and the, the, the reason to come and do this on, on Tuesday nights, sometimes Monday nights, but, uh, thank you, man. I really appreciate the kind words. All right. Thank you. Keep it going strong Brown. You know, love, love listening to it on Tuesdays and, uh, here next few weeks, I'm not going to work on the car much. I've got a lot of other work related things going on and stuff. So, no telling what kind of gratuitous Mustang pictures there will be, if much anything, here in the next few weeks. <laughs> no worries, man. Looking forward to it. Uh, we'll talk to you soon, man. All right. Take care, and congratulations again, Brandon. Thanks. Appreciate you. We'll see ya. Yep. All right, Lap Traffic Nation. Let's wrap this thing up with a little Lap Traffic Fantasy. Just a reminder, get your picks in by 5 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. The four of you that are left. Um, keep the Twitter interaction up using hashtag LT fantasy. I am very excited. Uh, I've got two out of the four and no, it was not me that made it. Uh, Kim or I'm sorry, Kristen 
beat me out by just a couple points. I missed it by nine. But joining me on the line right now is Kim James and Kristen Hogland. Ladies, how are you? Good. Awesome. Yeah, I'm great. Welcome. How are you, Brandon? I'm, I'm good. It's, it's podcast night. And uh, I'm excited to be here. Thank you for joining. Um, first of all, Kristen, I mean, I don't know. There's been actually, you know what? There was dominance uh, like what you had this year, but not quite to the level that you had this year. Season two, Chloe Yunker, uh, good friend of the show, Brad Yunker's daughter, uh, kicked some major ass uh, and led for a very long time. But this, it was not under this format. So under this format, you uh, just went on one hell of a rampage, and uh, I'm, uh, you deserved to be in the final four, and I'm I'm glad you're here. So congratulations. Yeah, I'm glad my um, lucky horseshoe got me this far. <laughs> <laughs> pure, it was it. pure luck. <laughs> now, hey, I don't know. I mean, luck happens once in a while. I, I mean, to be lucky for the whole damn season. Uh, I mean, I think you know what you're doing. So. Um, <laughs> We'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, Kim, uh, I'm glad someone from the James household is, is represented as well in the final four, too. Uh, I, I know Dave was, uh, was bummed he missed the cut. Yeah, I, I said something to him. He, I, he sent me a text. He's like, you're in with exclamation points. And I because I hadn't I hadn't looked at anything yet. Um, I didn't know um, coming out of this weekend. I just didn't know how it was going to shake out. And I'm like, well, I'm really sorry you didn't make it. And he's like, ah, it's fine. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm glad. I, it, I, I'm excited to be in it. This is the first time I've I've made it. So um, it's fun. Well, so here's what could be very interesting is that, you know, he won it back in 2019. So there could yes. be there could be two James members uh, on the uh, legacy trophy that uh, there you I go. Updated. So that would be very cool. Um, let's see what, I mean, there, there's a couple different possibilities that could, that could shape up here. Um, and here is the one thing, whoever does win, nobody in the, what will be, you know, next year will be year seven of the, the fantasy league. No one has gone back to back. So that will be an open challenge to either of the two of you. If you happen to win, uh, to see if you can repeat. So we'll, uh, we'll see what happens. And there will be an invite going out to whomever does win the championship to uh, come on the show on episode uh, 300 and uh, talk some smack to everybody else. And uh, we'll have some fun for a few minutes. So we'll, uh, we'll look forward to that. Um, so, yes. Yeah, so our, our final four, uh, Kim, Kristen, and then Henry and, and Steven, uh, I think you scared the guys away, ladies. They, they, they don't want any part of you. I don't think. Well, I'm hoping that, <laughs> winner this year so there you go i love it oh good times good times yeah um, when i when i made my picks this week um it was funny i asked i asked david you know i i had a pick that i was going with and he wouldn't tell me who he was taking well as it turned out he was taking the same driver um that i was thinking about taking which i ended up not taking it was martin truex nice um so yeah i i got out of that one so when he asked me who i was taking and i told him i took byron and he's like oh good luck with that one well okay <laughs> yeah oh yeah. He, what do you think of that pick now, David? <laughs> <laughs> oh that's great that's great that's that's very good what did uh what'd you think of martinsville it was i mean it was crazy. You know, if, if, if Dinger would have been able to finish in the top three or four, 
Uh, I I think I do make the final four. I we have we've got a different ball game at that point. But um, we had you know Ty Gibbs doing some crazy things. We had Ross Chastain doing crazy things. Did you guys uh, you guys enjoy this past weekend? Yeah, as a Christopher Bell and Ross Ch- Chastain fan, it was the best ending to the race I could have. Awesome, very cool. Uh, yes. I've watched the replay of that probably a hundred times. I'm, I am I am with you. Uh, I was when I, I was talking to uh, to Donna uh, a couple uh, minutes ago, and I said the same thing to her. I go, I, I've I watched that replay over and over again. I've watched it a couple times today, just so it was fresh when I was doing the show, and it's it's unbelievable. It is one of the most remarkable things that uh, you know. We'll be talking about that for a long time. Yep, I ordered the T-shirt to remember it. Yes, oh, that's awesome! <laughs> Very cool. Very cool. Uh, yeah, I'll have to check into that. I, I'm sure I'm not going to say anything that hasn't already been said a million times, but it truly was the most amazing thing yeah. I've ever seen. I mean, it was just like, and and I've seen it described. It was like total animation when he when he got up next to the wall. He just shot around like out of a rocket. Yeah, I've never seen it. It it looked truly freakish um but it was I I was I was like what my husband and I were watching the race at the same time and we're like what just happened there it was like totally unbelievable and I'm just like everybody else I'm sure that everybody's reaction was like that it's going to be one of those moments that we are just going to reference over and over again for years to come which is it's cool to have witnessed that you know that that's that's a very cool piece of history that we're going to just constantly be referring to you know years to come uh the only thing i and i tweeted a picture of it out was like it just reminded me of playing an arcade game and you just hit like boost mode and and you know you just slingshot past everybody else it was uh it was it was very cool to see and now the 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 thing is is it's going to be well i hope they don't put any restrictions on that because I think it's awesome. It's a risk versus reward move. And if it comes down to next year, Martinsville, somebody being in that position, I want them to have that same opportunity and, and maybe it works again and, and maybe it doesn't. And I, that just adds to the excitement level for me. So I, I loved everything about it. There's yeah. I hope they don't rule. I hope they let it happen again sometime. Absolutely. Absolutely. Cause there's not too many other places that it'll work. You know, you're not doing that at a high bank track. It, this was the perfect track to be able to do something like that at. So um, I loved it. All right, ladies, what do you say? You ready to make some picks? Yeah, let's do it. All right. After an incredible 2022 season, we are headed out west to close the season out and to crown three champions in all three NASCAR series and the Lab Traffic Fantasy League. Well, this we can replicate this past weekend at Martinsville. Something tells me we might see some crazy drama when the dust is all settled. Who do you have left to take in the league to go trophy hunting? Will dark horses cement their name in the history books? We will find out this weekend. Uh, I'm not making picks because I didn't make it, so my picks do not matter. So I will start with Kristen. You led the season for a very long time. Who is your pick? for the truck series. I'm going with Chandler Smith. Chandler Smith. I like that pick. Uh, that is, that's, that's solid there. All right, Miss Kim, who do you got? Um, 
I think I'm going to go with Zane Smith. Oh, I love it. Beautiful. <laughs> Beautiful. Um, okay. Over to the Xfinity Series, ladies. Uh, I'll start with Kim for the Xfinity Series. Kim, who are you going with? Um, I think I'm going to go. I would take the nine if I had him, but I don't have him to use. So I think I'm going to go with seven. I think I'm going to go with Allgaier. Allgaier. I love it. I love it. He's due for a championship. So I, I, I don't disagree with that pick at all. Kristen, who are you going to go with for the uh, Xfinity Series? I'm in the same boat. I want to pick the nine, but I don't have them, so I got to go with the seven. Allgaier. All right. I'm interested to see who Henry and Steven pick. Uh, okay. The Cup Series, Kim, who are you going with? Logano. Logano. He was, he's was been my pick. He's been my pick from the beginning. Um, I saved him, hoping he would make it, hoping I would make it. So, yeah, I'm there taking the 22. Awesome. All right, Kristen? And the guy I got left is the nine of Elliott. Ooh, beautiful. Ooh. All right, we got two, two drivers going for it, two ladies going for it. I love it. Kristen, Kim, thank you so much for playing in the league. Thank you for the support on social media. Thank you for taking the time out. Best of luck to you this weekend, and uh, we'll see if one of you are getting some laps. Well, Kristen, you're already getting a trophy for your uh, segment uh, win, but uh, we'll see if you're getting another one, Kim. We'll see if you take some hardware home, and uh, we'll talk to you very soon. Great. Have a good one. Thank you. Take care. All right, Lap Traffic Nation, that is going to do it for episode 297 of the Lap Traffic Podcast. What a fun show this was. Make sure you check out the website, thelaptrafficpodcast.com, Twitter, at Lap Traffic PC. Be on the lookout for a new contest, giveaway, all that good stuff. Huge thank you to Donna, Jess, Scott, uh, Kim, Kristen, Newdorf, Studwell. Hey, we're going to be back next week and do the same thing and... We're going to be talking about some championships in NASCAR and Lap Traffic Fantasy. Don't get caught chasing the lucky dog. Tune in each and every week to the Lap Traffic Podcast.